0: we're in the fourth chapter, and we've covered the first, uh, what was it, six verses, I think, so far. Yeah, first six verses. So let me go back and reread these six verses because, again, it sets the context. As a matter of fact, verse 7 starts with the word, but. And if you just jump in there <coughs> and you don't know what the context is or you're not reminded of it, uh, you're going to miss some things. So here's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. So the truth that we've seen in, in previous episodes is that obviously there's one. We are one body as believers in the Lord. <coughs> Excuse me, whether we be a Gentile or whether we be Jew. If you believe, if you believe unto salvation, then we are one and we're one body. And there's one Spirit that unifies us. That's the reason he said in verse 3 that we need to be diligent to preserve the unity. Again, not to attain unity, because if you're truly saved, the unity is already there through the Spirit. The Spirit unifies us. We preserve it. So there's one body, there's one Spirit, and there's one hope of our calling. There's not a multitude of ways to uh, approach the Most High God. There's not varied ways to be reconciled to God the Father. There's only one way, which is verse 5, one Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who's over all and through all and in all. But then verse 7, but, and every time we say that word but, we're thinking, okay, uh, there's going to be a contrast to this. And there is a contrast in a sense right here, but it's not going to be exactly what you think. Listen to this. Verse 7, But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Now you go, wait a minute, well, so what's that about? It's not like something opposite of what's been previously said. It's a further explanation of it. We are all one in the faith. We're one in the Lord. We're one in the Spirit. We're one in God the Father. But... To each one of us individually, there's differences, okay? So uh, that oneness and that unity does not mean that we all have to be of the same mind and thought about everything. So one person may prefer this thing, another person may prefer that, and both be absolutely fine. As a matter of fact, other portions of the Scripture have talked about this in relationship to things. Um, I think what I'm thinking about is where it says um, that one person... Uh, views one day as very important, and another person views all days as being equal. And then the Lord said, let, Just let each one of you be convinced in his own mind. So if someone says, Okay, I think we need to uh, exalt this day, well, that's fine. If somebody else says, No, all days are the same, that's fine too. Okay. Each one of us had been granted, according to verse 7, God's grace. Listen to it. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of of Christ's gift okay the measure of Christ's gift in each individual there's a couple of ways to understand this and I think both ways are, are two or three ways whatever it may be that they're all uh, reasonable and they're, and they're all useful uh, does this mean that it takes more of God's grace for some people to be safe <laughs> uh, yeah I would say yeah okay it's very important as a grace that have been poured out okay But it says this, according to the measure of Christ's gift. The Lord gifts his body. The Lord gives gifts to individuals within the body for the point of serving the body of Christ. And those gifts are given out in different ways. Okay? In different ways and in different measures according to the grace of God. So let's read through the next three or four verses to get an idea because these verses right here often are quite confused in people's mind. There's really no reason to be that way. Verse 7, But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Verse 8, Therefore, Ah, so we've reached a little term of conclusion right here. Therefore, it says, and this is speaking of the scripture, When he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. So, what it's talking about is that the Lord has granted gifts to men who believe. And we often call these spiritual gifts. And in the scripture, you see uh, more detail about spiritual gifts in Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, right here, and in the 1 Peter 4. And it says, When he ascended on high. So, the scripture prophesied this and told what was going to happen and it took place when the Lord ascended on high he led captive a host of captives now that's an interesting phrase what does that mean? who was it that was led captive the host of captives and there's all sorts of debate about who this is personally where I am right now I think what's being referenced right here is that the Lord brought forth the believers who were in Sheol Okay. often you hear that Sheol well that's the place of the dead well it is uh, is the place of condemnation. Well, not necessarily. There were two places in Sheol, okay? There was the uh, the bosom of Abraham, okay? And then there was a place that you didn't want to be, <laughs> okay? And I believe what right, happened right here is that the Lord uh, cleared out the bosom of Abraham. He took those who were believers in him before he came, and he took them captive, and he took them on to eternity with him. But then he gave gifts to men. Now, verses 9 and 10 are are a parenthetical statement. Okay, they're actually in parenthesis in our translations right here, and it says this. Okay, verse nine says. Now, this expression, he ascended. What does it mean? Except that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is himself also he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all. Things now in that little two verse parenthetical statement right there, Paul is revealing a lot. He's clarifying to the Gentile believers here what he's talking about. When he quoted the Old Testament there and said, "Well, the one who had ascended on high, led Captive the Hosts," he's letting them know who the one who ascended on high was. It's the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's letting them and us know what he did. And when, because he said, "I'm using the expression," he is he ascended. What does it mean except that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? That's really interesting. And you can get into some things that I am not going to get into right now because this is a deep, deep rabbit hole uh, outside going outside the scripture. But I think it applies to the things of the scripture. The earth has a lower part. You see right here, the lower parts, it's plural of the earth. And the Lord descended down there. Verse 10 says, He who descended is himself, this is Jesus, also he who ascended far above all the heavens. So the Lord descended into the lower parts of the earth, but then he ascended above all the heavens. Well, how many heavens are there? Well, we know there's at least three, because Paul says, I know a man who was caught up into the third heaven. There is the heaven of the atmosphere, the way we understand it. There's the heaven of the sun, moon, and stars. Okay. There's the heaven where the most high God rules and reigns, and the Lord Jesus Christ is sitting at his right hand even now. Uh, Are there more? Perhaps. I don't know. But we know that the Lord is now above all the heavens after he had descended into the earth. Like I said, folks, there's a lot right there, which we'll continue looking at as we go through various portions of the scripture. Okay. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.